as I work with many leaders in development, there's one thing that trips up more people than any other factor. And with each passing year, I see it more and more. That's this week on the Fuse Chamber podcast. You're listening to the Fuse Chamber podcast, where you get the elite mindsets and skills to ignite your voice and build your audience. I'm your host, Chris Williams, and I want to help you live the life you really want. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back. Thank you for joining. How does shame, lack, and a sense of not being good enough impact our ability to lead into the future? Well, first, let's remember why we're here. To create the next generation of leaders in arts, business, and community. To create an elite tribe of powerful, successful professionals who redefine how artists and entrepreneurs can do what they really want to do with their lives, full of passion and without compromise. I'll show you who you have to become in order to win. And I'll be here to inspire you each and every week so that you stay inspired and stay driven. This investment of 15 minutes a week will create habits that forever change your life and career. There's something that's blocking you from becoming a leader. There's something that's blocking you from becoming massively successful. It's your way of perceiving the world around you and how you respond mentally, chemically, physically to those perceptions. By the time we become adults, our experiences and our habits have shaped our perceptions in ways we can't possibly understand. By this age, we assign meaning to things almost automatically without thinking about it. I speak often about routines, especially the bad ones, because they're the ones that fuel those thought patterns and responses. I share them too. I have a nickname for mine. I call them FabJ, which is an abbreviation for fear anger, bitterness, and jealousy. These are the responses and emotions that hamper my ability to be limitless. Now, I'm aware of them, and I do have, especially now, techniques for subverting and conquering them. And yet, so often, I'm still unable to do so. Now, I'm fully aware that these are lifelong burdens, and I know I may never fully be free. But because I'm aware, I can at least manage them and minimize the negative impact they have on my life. Now let me ask you, what meanings do you assign to the events in your life? An argument with your partner, a rejection from an employer, a bank, or a friend, or worse yet, criticism of your work, your performance, or worse, your character. The chances are good that you take it kind of hard, right? You assign meaning to the rejection. You assume that it's a reflection of your character, that this was the inevitable outcome, that you'll never get what you truly deserve in life because in reality, you don't deserve anything good at all. Perhaps you feel that you'll be judged if you're your authentic self, if you express true joy, if you dance, laugh, bounce up and down, 
if you're exuberant, if you let go of your inhibitions, perhaps you worry that it's not what polite people do in polite society. Well, this is how I felt when I was younger, as a shy person. And it persists with me to this day. There are still situations where I don't feel free to be 100% myself because I fear negative repercussions of other people's judgment. I take the judgment of others to heart, so much so that I assume the judgment's negative, even in situations where it's not. And I know I'm creating more difficulty for myself when I do that, because naturally, when I feel like I've been injured, I get defensive. And when I get defensive, I usually end up doing things that could potentially cause harm to my status, to my reputation. So in these situations, I have to be vigilant to ensure that I don't lose control of my emotions and get angry or upset, which is another one of my problems. I tend to frustrate or get angry at times, and sometimes too easily so. As an adult, I had to learn that you need to place a buffer between yourself, specifically your reactions, and every single event that you encounter in a day. You don't react harshly. You don't lash out. You don't lose your cool. And I think the anger, too, comes from a place of insecurity and uncertainty, a sense that perhaps deep down, you're not good enough. And the shame of not being good enough causes you to act out with anger. Almost every time you feel challenged as a person, your identity as a successful or even valuable person is threatened. You unconsciously create a picture of yourself as a failure, despite your best efforts. And when that happens, things go downhill fast and you resort to anger as a sort of defense. Bitterness and jealousy are also forms of anger and fear but it has more to do with your sense of justice in the world. When you see others who have things that you like, whether it's things, actual things, or just accomplishments, or even inherent qualities, you feel the world is an unjust place if they have them and you don't. And again, despite your best efforts, to be first to the finish line, the prize ended up with the wrong person. And again, you feel less than worthy, less than enough. When you feel ashamed, whether it's because of some aggressor or someone who threatens you, either physically or emotionally, you're going to begin to feel bitter. These threats can be overt or implied. Sometimes they're wholly imagined. They're not even there. It doesn't matter to the sufferer, though. All you know is that the world is an unfair place, that justice was never fully served, that someone got away with something that you could never get away with. And in fact, that's the problem. The inequality, the inequity is what bothers you the most. And your way of dealing with it is not to take it head on because inherently you fear that you're incapable of the fight, that you would simply be outwitted and you would lose yet again. The shame of not being enough is what causes you to sit in your rocking chair and bellow to anyone who will listen about how unfair of a place the world is. Do any of these sound familiar? Now, if you suffer from these kinds of conditions, or even ones that are similar, you can never truly lead, because ultimately, they display a lack of emotional intelligence and maturity. 
and to allow yourself to get angry, frustrated, or bitter about the events that happen around you shows a deep lack of emotional restraint. So how do you solve these problems? I get it. You'll never be 100% free. For some reason, these patterns have been burned into your brain through habits that you learned at probably a very young age, so they'll be incredibly hard to undo. But you can manage them. You must manage them. You have to realize that all of these reactions are unproductive reactions. They're basic reactions, and they're defenses to shame, fear, and lack. So the first step is being able to recognize when they rise up, when they're about to cause a change in you, a perception, a judgment, a feeling, a physical action. The point is to recognize that the feeling is right there. Never mind how they arrive there. The most important thing is to make sure that they don't translate into an irrational response. And once you've recognized it, you then have to learn techniques for subverting the fear, especially the ones that cause anger or outward expressions of your shame, your fear, and choosing instead better or more appropriate responses. But if you don't recognize when you start sliding into the wormhole, you'll never be able to take control and take the right steps to keep yourself out of there. The next step will be to find the deeper causes of these feelings, these automatic reactions, to ensure that you have healthier thought patterns that replace feelings of inadequacy, shame, and lack with the understanding and the confidence that you already have everything you need. You're already everything you need to be. In the case of judgment, for example, it's important to recognize that people don't think about you as often as you think they do. And what you perceive as negative impressions or negative judgments or criticism probably are not so at all. And even if they were criticizing you or judging you, what other people think about you doesn't matter to anyone but them. It's none of your concern. You can't control how people think or feel. And no matter how hard you try, you'll never make everyone happy 100% of the time. That's an impossible task. So for that reason, you will always encounter criticism that's unfair. You'll encounter criticism that's unwelcome. You'll encounter judgments that are unwarranted. You'll always encounter fear and uncertainty in new or risky situations. You'll always encounter unfairness and injustice in this world. So you have to learn how to handle those things with perspective and grace. So however you find help, you have to find it. For me, meditation is the secret weapon. But to others, professional therapy or treatment may be the only answer. You have to figure out what's right for you. But you do need to find a way to self-manage the responses that up until now, you have not been in control of. Folks, thanks for listening. You can reach out at FuseChamber.com or find me on Twitter at FuseChamber. Come in for some more insight and coaching next week.